from calling out corrupt politics, citing the United States Constitution, to exploring American history. We are the relentless patriots. Now, without further ado, here is the most relentless patriot of them all, relentless patriot Frank. Our nation is currently under siege. We are currently in a crisis that no one, no one ever, ever is deciding to take very serious. And the crisis is the American people. That's why I'm wearing the We the People shirt right now. And We the People hat. And it was a specific year where We the People were more established. We were stronger. We stood up for what was right and never apologized. We didn't back down. We didn't bother being, uh, you know, a bunch of conformist, you know, conformists to the tyrannical or the tyrants of that time. Um, America, I'm a little bit upset with you. I'm a little bit perturbed, and I'll tell you why. Because I see no action. I see the failure, the failure to stand up when absolutely necessary. Everyone is just shrugging off this terrible plan that the New World Order and the Communist regime has in store for us. But before I proceed further, I'm going to remind you guys again, reading from the Constitution, reminding ourselves of our true freedoms and liberties when we won them, and what it took to get rid of tyrants in our country. This is a, an address to the people of England by Richard Henry Lee, a great patriot. This is him addressing Congress in Philadelphia, July 8th, 1775. How you doing, Mr. Just Do It? <laughs> Good to have you on. I'm just uh, reading here from the Constitution, and this is when the colonies were just 12, not 13. And this is important. Um, this is an address to Congress, and this letter went to the inhabitants of Great Britain, and all the way almost up to the king. And uh, I want you guys to listen very, very closely as to what it meant to be a patriot back then. And to tell the tyrants, simply enough is enough, and no means no, we will not conform to your idealistic ways that are going to enslave us all. So the letter starts with, Dear friends, countrymen, and brethren, by these and by every other appellation that may designate the ties which bind us to each other. We entreat your serious attention to this, our second attempt to prevent their dissolution. Remembrance of former friendships, pride in the glorious achievements of our common ancestors, and affection for the heirs of their virtues have preserved our mutual connection. But when that friendship is violated by the grossest of injuries, when the pride of ancestry becomes our reproach, and we are no otherwise allied than as tyrants and slaves. When reduced to the melancholy alternative of renouncing your favor or our freedom, can we hesitate about the choice? Let the spirit of Britons determine. So right away, Richard Henry Lee is talking about, well, why should we follow you any longer, Britain? What is, what is it that you can do for us, Britain, after all the taxes that you uh, laid siege to us, we the American people, while there were only 12 colonies back then? Okay, but he goes on to say, after the most valuable right of legislation was infringed, when the powers assumed by your parliament, he's talking to the British parliament, obviously, 
in which we are not represented, and from our local and other circumstances cannot be properly represented, rendered our property precarious after being denied that mode of trial to which we have been long indebted for the safety of our persons and the preservation of our liberties. After being in many instances divested of those laws which are transmitted to us by our common ancestors and subjected to an arbitrary code compiled under the auspices of Roman tyrants. So remember guys, we're talking about 1775. There was a period I'm not sure a lot of you guys know a lot about the, you know, the French and Indian War all the way up to 1775 before the Revolutionary War even, you know, kicked off. But you got to remember one thing. During the French and Indian War, the British rulers, the British tyrants, the British soldiers, the captains, were promising protection from the invading Indians and French to the colonials at that time. But when it came time for them to make their promise... They completely abandoned Fort, abandoned all the villages that they were supposed to protect, the colonials, that is, and didn't keep their promise. And even after the fact, after the fact that the French and Indian War ended, they started taxing the bejesus out of them. They started raiding them, taking what wasn't theirs, started to enslave the colonials. So again, this is a plea, this is a plea to Britain, to Parliament, saying, please, we're trying to avoid war with you. We must discuss this civilly. We must go by trial. We must be heard. We the people must be heard. And look, guys, what a what a no better example to relate to than right this second. We tried to plea with our government. We tried to plea with our quote unquote parliament or congress. We tried to plea with all the representatives that are supposed to, you know, help us. And what happened? We the people were misled. We the people decided to put too much trust in these politicians, much like the Colonials put too much trust in England. And here we are, begging for table scraps, begging to get back to normal, begging to get rid of the mask and the vaccine, not to get it, not to be enforced, right? Here we are, dealing with the social justice crap, here we are, dealing with all this Chinese propaganda, this communist propaganda, and everyone's just magically, passively, aggressively saying, hey, it's okay, we need to stop fighting. We need peace. It, it, guys, is this your version of peace where everyone is just magically going to conform in order for us to go back to normal? If that's normal to you, then I don't know what uh, you know, a tyrannical time is then. Because at this very moment, we're all being enslaved. I know it's been happening for a long time already, but at this very moment, bills are being passed. Anti-Second Amendment laws, anti-American laws. They're all being passed. Over 67 executive orders have gone through alone since Joe Biden has taken his presidency and stole it from Trump. Where is everyone? Why do the Patriots leave January 6th? We're going to be talking a lot about this tonight. We're going to be also talking about um, more so of the Civil War and relating it to the Constitution and having the Constitution related to right, uh, to right this second to what's going on. But look... I've had it. I've had it with you rhinos. I've had it with you surface conservatives. I've had it with you people that are just like, just leave everyone alone. Everyone's going to get along just fine. Well, that's not the case. Look, we may be the last free nation on this earth, but only in this country can you be this dumb 
this selfish, this unmotivated to not stand up for yourself, to not stand up for your constitution and for we the people and for your rights. If you decide that you like to conform to this new norm, then I have no more respect for you. You've lost all faith in your country by putting more faith in the government. We the people run this show. Let me just re let me be very, very clear about that. And let me remind you guys of something. That being an American patriot is a very important responsibility. Like I said last week, right? We had a whole bunch of people on. Everyone was talking about how much they love the country. And they were talking about the true history about the Civil War and how the North invaded the South. And the North were bullies. Well, that's exactly what's going on. In all our northern states, we're being bullied. The conservative minority are all being driven out and extinct. We're all being forced to move away from our homes. How many of you patriots are left in upstate New York? How many patriots are left in the Northeast, in the, you know, New Jersey, Connecticut, and Pennsylvania? How many of you are actually willing to start protesting and start going against these big box stores, speaking out at all these liberal college campuses? How many of you guys have even rallied? How many of you guys have actually congregated and talked amongst each other the way the patriots of old have? I challenge you all the time. And I'm telling you this, as a relentless patriot, I'm going to continue to say what I need to say. And I know it may be very upsetting to some of you, saying, oh, you know, Frank, what's wrong with you? Why are you being so critical of me? It's because look how far the government has encroached on us with the Patriot Act, with 9-11, with all these, you know, disgusting wars in the Middle East with the gas prices going up again, and, you know, look, the economy is the economy. But the thing is, we the people should be able to control that. Don't you think so? Why is it never, you know, whenever a Democrat gets in office, your taxes go up, your gas prices go up, the cost of living goes up, everything goes up, you know, like, and all of a sudden now, now there's more welfare for, you know, all the illegal immigrants, and all the, you know, and your college uh, loans are going to be magically forgiven, and, you know, all of a sudden social justice is here now, and now all the white people are bad. we got to get rid of all the white people, especially if they're patriotic, every single time. And on top of that, you get communism and socialism. Through the vice of Marxism. Through the vice of fooling people. Making people feel bad for who they are. And everyone's conforming. You know what I, see? You know what I saw today? Um, just being out and about. Just mindless zombies. Honestly. Everyone's just talking about um, and amongst each other, just trying to enjoy their day at the mall, or going shopping, or being outside. Guys, right this very second, right this very second, Congress is passing more bills. They're trying to mandate the COVID-19 vaccine. They're trying to mandate flu vaccines for all your children before they go back to school. Because some schools are still not open yet. They're still mandating that if you go fly somewhere, especially from these communistic territories, that you have to go get tested and you have to quarantine. Before, during, and after. I mean, how many more of your rights will you decide to give up before it's too late? And then you really can't fight for them. Because that's exactly what's going on. Sooner or later, it's going to be really too late. And there's going to be no fight left in anyone. And, and it also seems to me that a lot of patriots that I've spoken to 
are just lackadaisical. It's almost like they're, they're caught in a trance now or a dream. And all they want to do is look at their iPhone and pretend the world isn't burning. I mean, this is what I'm trying to say, too. America has gotten too complacent, too lazy, too greedy, too selfish, too, too about themselves, and not enough about everyone. Everyone together as a whole. There hasn't been enough Paul Revereism. There hasn't been enough waking up. There hasn't been basically any sightings or readings of the Constitution. There is, hasn't even been any type of a walk through a march through in the Northeast, recently anyway, where people are just taking their masks off and saying, screw the New World Order at the top of their lungs, because they're all being afraid of being arrested, whatever the, whatever the case may be. And I'm telling you guys this. If we don't start standing up, if we don't start rallying together more, and I'm not talking about once a month, I'm talking about every single day or every single week, whatever we can do together, then we're truly going to lose our rights. Everything's going to be down the tube, and then Trump's really not going to run again, quote-unquote, or you, you won't even have a Republican candidate ever win for presidency or then Senate ever again. Term limits are still have not been established in Congress. The swamp has not been drained. Where is everyone? I ask you guys this. I question you all the time. Because, like I said, this document, if you truly know it inside and out, it will set you free. It will set you free. So, let's go on, the, let's go on again. Continue this reading from Richard Henry Lee. He goes on to say this. Okay, I'm just going to continue over here in this section. Here we go. So we were, we were stopped at Roman tyrants, because that's what the British were. Just more ancestors of the Roman, you know, tyrannicals. After those charters which encouraged our predecessors to brave death and danger in every shape, on unknown seas, in deserts unexploited, and miss barbarous in hospital and in hospital nations, were annulled, when without forms of trial, without public accusation, whole colonies were condemned. They're talking about the 12 colonies before they were 13. Their trade destroyed, their inhabitants impoverished. When soldiers were encouraged to imbrue their hands in the blood of Americans by offers of impunity, when new modes of trial were instituted for the ruin of the accused, where the charge carried with it the horrors of conviction, when a despotic government was established in a neighboring province and its, limited, and its limits extended to every part of our frontiers, we little imagine that anything could be added to this black catalog of unprovoked injuries. But we have unhappily been deceived. And the late measures of the British ministry fully convince us that their object is the reduction of these colonies to slavery and ruin. There you go right there again. So, the more promises are made, the more the colonies were being enslaved by Britain, and the less promises were being kept. Just like right now, we're going to get rid of your college loan. We're going to hire gas prices, all for the greater good, of course. But you guys will still have to pay your taxes at a higher, largely more enormous and alarming rate. Hmm. And we're all just supposed to sit here and say, hey, it's okay. 
higher taxes for all, all for the greater good. To confirm this assertion, let us recall your attention to the affairs of America since our last address. Because you guys have to remember that the founding fathers and patriots ple you know, plead over and over and over again to England saying, please, we don't want war with you. We just simply ask that you keep your promises at protecting us against the invading French, Native Americans, and that you would compensate us as promised if we were to fight in your war. Because remember, England was ruling over the colonies. England promised that if you fight for us, we will protect your homestead, we will pay you, we will give you food, we will give you more additional land, whatever it was. But every single thing that they promised obviously was a lie. And they enslaved the colonies. Another act of your leg legislator shuts our ports and prohibits travel. Oh, there you go. Shut your ports down and prohibits travel and trade with any but those states from whom the great law of self-preservation renders it's absolutely necessary we should at present withhold our commerce. I mean, does history not repeat itself? Here we are, almost 300 years later, and we still haven't learned. We still haven't learned, we're not paying attention to what tyrants have done throughout history. Someone said, oh, well, how can you tell me that AIDS is a man-made virus and cancer is a man-made virus? I said, well, maybe because back in the day, less people had it or didn't even have it at all. Then what, 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 was, the, what was the Spanish plague and, and the Black Plague and, or the Spanish flu? I'm like, first of all, I'm not, I'm not denying that diseases did not exist. However... Man created those diseases. Where did it come from? Can anyone... I always say that. Where did AIDS come from? Where did cancer come from? Where did measles come from? Where did the flu come from? They magically come from a, a, a bat in Wuhan province? It's all man-made, guys. And, and not just in a lab. Just from humans being humans. And this is, the, this is the point. We've also gotten too complacent and too comfortable letting these, these medical health professionals, these Nazi eugenicists, and I'm not, I'm not saying all doctors and all nurses, but you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say this. We're allowing them to dictate our health rights, our medical freedoms. We're allowing them to say, wear the mask or get the vaccine or else. We're allowing them to restrict our travel and trade and commerce, much like the British did to the colonials. I mean... This is a very sad day in America, and every single day I, I'm unhappy to say that it's been getting worse and worse and worse. Yes, some states have been opening. Yes, some states are like, you know what, no more masks, no more tyranny, screw this government, screw Biden, screw Congress, whatever. But at the same time, remember, they're also part of it. They also inhibited it from the beginning. They, they went along with the narrative for almost one year. What state can you guys tell me that didn't shut down at all? I can't name one. All 50 states decided to, you know, conform to this crap. And yet here we are begging for our freedom back. I mean, guys, the time to stand up is a little bit past us. But it doesn't mean it's too late just yet. We have to keep fighting for what we need to do. As relentless patriots, it's our job. And, um... 
Let's remember one thing. That patriotism must defeat tyrannical lunatics. The Joe Bidens of the world. The Kamala Harris's of the world. The Barack Obama and the Hillary Clintons of the world. It is our job right now. No one else's. And we damn, damn for sure, without a reasonable doubt, and no offense to the next generation, I'm sorry, folks, but we cannot rely on you to get it done. You guys are too busy with man buns and skinny jeans. Not busy enough learning how to shoot. Not busy enough learning how to be a man. Not busy enough learning what it means to be an American. And you're definitely not busy enough, or too busy, I should say, on Xbox and not busy enough reading about your rights, your civil liberties. If you want to passively accept and allow the government to tread on you, then I just don't feel bad. I really don't. At this point in history, there's been enough proof and evidence to show that tyrants keep coming. They're going to keep existing. And evil will continue to exist as long as good men do nothing. We all know this by now. So where are we today? With Cardi B and Candace Owens and, um, you know, people just saying and insulting each other and then suing each other. How about this? How about you do this, Candace Owens? How about you take all the patriots that you know and... Swarm her. Let her know what it feels like when a whole bunch of Black Lives Matter mobists surround a patriot. Why don't you do the opposite? Get a whole bunch of patriots, go to her house, the same way they went to Nancy Pelosi's, or, or I, I still think we should go to Bill Gates no matter what. I mean, that, guy, that guy's got to burn. But, Candace Owens, if you can hear me, why not take patriots and go stalk the crap out of Cardi B? The same way she had people stalk you and stalk your Twitter and try to ruin your reputation. Why don't you grow a pair instead of suing her, even though I, you know, I can support, I can understand why, because she said a couple bad things about you and tried to insult you and had false, you know, false or fake tweets and try to decimate your character. But again, take the Patriots and get this crap done already. She's not a thug. She's not a gangster. She's merely a prostitute that talks a lot of her ass. Sideways and both ways. We're going to have a special guest on in a second. Mr. Blue Collar Troll, a.k.a. Relentless Patriot John. I'm going to add you up in here. we got a lot to talk about, sir. Bear with me, folks. We're going to get him in. What's going on, brother man? All right, here we go. <laughs> Yeah, here we go. Here we go, indeed. All right. I figured I'll kick a little bit of Molly uh, Crew just to kick my intro off. Yeah, please. I I'm ready to go. <clears throat> so, I so I I'm going to let you finish off your thought. But, um, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, the whole Cardi B, you know, Candace Owen, um, Candace Owen you know, uh, verbal argument, whatever you want to call it, or altercation. Um, like, like I said in the past, I completely understand that it's, it's defamation, it's everything else as far as I'm concerned. However, is that, like, I, I just, I, I laugh because the thing is this, and I, I said this before, you can't scream cancel culture and then, yeah, basically say, oh, I'm going to sue. However, again, I understand it's defamation, but we're just talking about a verbal argument. Words are words, you know, things are going to be said. 
regardless. I, I completely agree. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with saying, hey, you shouldn't, you still, you know, you still shouldn't have a civil discourse. But here's a question to you and others around you. Um, when is it going to end? Is it going to be a constant Twitter battle like Trump had with all the other libtards out there? I mean, where, where's it going to end? Where's it going to be the fine line of saying, hey, you know what, libtard, enough's enough, and that's it. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna eliminate you. You know, like... Yeah, absolutely. And here's the thing, too, is that it's just natural discourse with these Democrats and these... these I just need to say Democrats, but also these rhinos, too. No matter, what you, no matter what you say and do, they're always going to pick things apart that they don't like about you. And, and, and it's vice versa. You know, it's... It's kind of like wrestling, I always say, right? It's like, you don't like me, I don't like you, but you know, well, we're going to be back in the, you know, the party smoking pot and hanging out. Essentially, that's what it is. It's a facade, it's a front, that's all it is. Um, you know, and that, that's the problem here. Like, okay, so let's just say she takes Cardi B to court. Okay, then what? You're going to sue her for money? But that, it doesn't mean you're going to stop Cardi B. No, you know, it doesn't mean you're going to stop her from being an idiot. She's always going to be an idiot. You know? If you ask me, brother... These, these liberal Hollywood elites must be made an example of. Now, it's not just doing I'm talking about. I'm talking about, look, they're all, you know and I know, they're trying to cancel us every moment, every second of the day. Essentially, yeah. You know, absolutely. so I found it funny that if you look at January, I think she was actually down there, January 7th, after the, the whole shindig with Trump. She was down there. She's like, look at all these Trump supporters. I'm so scared. But, like, meanwhile, Miss Hardass on screen, shaking her bum bum and doing satanic lesbian dances. I mean, well, wh I, I, like I, I said, where do we draw the line with, with, with freaks in nature? Why haven't we done anything about these people? We know they're out there. We know what they do. Yeah, of course. We have to understand something is that society, right, the less the society of the whole, and you know, some conservatives too. I'm not saying conservative most conservatives and libertarians condone this kind of behavior, but however, is that like the the majority the majority of people are sheep. You have to understand that from let's so let's talk about society for a second before we go into this, because you have to look at it from a, from that standpoint. It's a society thing. So a society has been increasingly you know, been dumb you know, been dumbed down essentially. And, you know, you're gonna see more of this because they think that's that's normal and they're gonna keep condoning this until someone, you know, speaks up. If you do speak up about it, then you're basically that's not fitting or fitting as far as doing the crowd. You know, you're basically the black sheep, you know, uh, and, and the crowd, so to speak. You know, Candace so, Owens did speak out multiple times, and, and did she did say she did tell Cardi B, "You got to stop this." She also told her, you know, in in another way, an insulting way, "Hey, listen, you better cut the crap out, or I'll sue you." Right? But even then, Cardi B is not going to listen until actions speak louder than words. Oh yeah, absolutely, and um. I actually, I wrote down a couple of things that I essentially, I'm not trying to cut you off here, but I, I do want to talk about, and, you know, the main topics I have written down here are the, uh, supposedly uh, the economic recession, the FC scandal, gun control with Dianne Feinstein, and then lastly, um, well, actually, sorry, there's two things. So we have the uh, Ron DeSantis slash Trump run again for 2024, and then the last thing after that would be just talking about the founding fathers and what their envision would be as far as what the country's looking, you know? Absolutely. Please go ahead. Enlighten everyone else out there what it means to be a relentless patriot. Yeah. So I, I just, you know, I'm taking from your head, so to speak. But uh, so, guys, I just want to talk about the economic recession right now. So the, the stock market, everybody's been telling me lately, invest in, John, you got to invest in Bitcoin. you got to invest in Bitcoin. you got to do cryocurrency, all these different things. Guys, it's the biggest joke and the biggest lie running. Agreed. I understand something. Is that the deep state, they control the, econ the economic situation. You know, and 
here's the thing, guys. The more you punt, it's almost like, I, this is the perfect analogy. The way, I, the way it's been broken down to me by Senator Rand Paul, um, who I listen to. He said that basically what happens is this. Think of it like you almost have like, a, a, like an, air, um, an air pump, right? And you have a balloon. Now, the more you keep feeding that air pump, you know, obviously air into the balloon, it's going to eventually burst. So essentially what's going to happen, Frankie, and this is not just for me speculating, this has actually been, you know, uh, verified by people that are actually there are into this stuff, like Alex Jones and all these people are, have been awake for so long. So initially what's going to happen is we're, we're going to see a lot of uh, similarities with World War II, the way the economy is looking. Sure. Now, for instance, Herbert Hoover, if I remember correctly, only ran for four terms, and they were out at him, and they put FDR, who ran for four terms. So this is the compare, this is the compare and the contrast. So obviously, they, they actually the media did do this a couple months. Actually, I think it was like uh, when the pandemic first kicked off. Trump isn't doing anything. He's like Herbert Hoover, one of the worst presidents in human history because he was lazy. Not true. I actually found out that Herbert Hoover was actually a Republican, similar to Trump, and he actually did try to do things to avoid the economic uh, meltdown. But uh, unfortunately, it hit the it hit the depression, and that was it. So they they said the blame and said no, no, okay, we want you out. So what they did was they put FDR, huh? Franklin Delano Roosevelt, that people love so dearly, but he, you know they always. Oh, that's the war after the war. He got in the World War II after the Japanese bombed everything. And da, da, da. Um, you know, that's just at the surface level of, of, of history. Doesn't that However, do people think for a second, though? Like, okay, we have a new president and we're going to war. Don't you guys think he has anything to do with the freaking war? How dumb are people? Absolutely. And here's the, here's the crazy part, too, is that I'm not trying to, you know, make fun of or the nature of the situation, but the man did have polio. And this is where I'm going to tie in. This is where this is going to tie in with Biden. I know there's a lot of uh, similar, uh, similarities with FDR compared, and I can compare and contrast them to Biden. Now, I'm not, now, for instance, we know Biden, I mean, it's, it's clear. I mean, there's people, my, for instance, like my mother, she works in a nursing home, and she was saying to me that if you look at the way Biden talks and everything, yeah, I mean, it's almost, yeah, almost like he looks like he has dementia. And this isn't like someone, this isn't trying to make fun of him. This is being serious, you know? No, he definitely does. And if you ask me, um, there should be a lawsuit against Congress and against whoever else elected him for senior citizen abuse at this point. Well, remember, he's too old to be in office. No offense to senior citizens, and um, he's rapidly losing his his speech patterns, his memory. He's tripping up the damn stairs. The Air Force One. I mean, it's ridiculous. That I mean, this is the thing too, Frankie. Is that that's a that's a national security risk. You know, I was listening to uh, Ryan Upchurch the other day. Right. Uh, Ryan Upchurch was uh, I listened to his podcast, and he was saying he was like, "How does no one like, no, no one takes it seriously anymore?" See, when no. Trump was on the one said, "This is what's going to happen. This is how we're going to do it." And that's why, like, for instance, like, leaders such as Putin and the rest of these people, I mean, granted, I mean, they're, they're psychotic in their own way. However, they completely understand not to mess with America. I mean, even Korea backed down. Korea, that we're talking about. And I'm kind of drilling here, but going back to my initial point is that what's going to happen is this, Frankie, I'm telling you right now. And this is, guys, listen close to what I'm about to say. Everything that happened, after everything that happened after the Great Depression, they got us into war. Biden is pushing buttons on other foreign countries, such as Russia, Korea, and China. Well, first of all, not really China so much because China owes him, owns him, so to speak. But essentially, Russia. I mean, you called you, you called this man a killer. I mean, how would you react? I mean, this man just just insulted you and basically everything you're you're, you're you're doing for your country. Now, Putin's methods. I'm not backing him in any way, shape, or form. He's still a communist. However, the man, for instance, first of all, I, I think essentially what they're trying to do, Frankie. They're really trying to get this war up. Because we're in a global economic recession, we're also in a pandemic. We'll be, we'll be, and we're not at war. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to basically poke the bear, and the bear's going to bite back. And the only person, we're, the only people we're going to have left to actually back us up, we know for a fact, is just Israel, if that. But remember too, Israel didn't like doesn't like Biden because of everything that he's done to them. 
So essentially, what they're going to happen, what's going to happen is we're going to see. Like, I personally believe it's going to be like a Red Dawn type scenario. You know, if we're talking foreign. I mean, look, we already know that China's building up their personal private islands in the South China Sea. And what do you think's on these islands? Agriculture? No. They have warships and planes just taking off and landing from there. I mean, does, does anyone not see World War III imminent at this point? Or martial law, at least? At, at the very least, right? Everything going on? It's ridiculous. Yeah, and, you know, I actually have, um, you know, private, you know, military sources that I'm not, obviously mentioning names a lot, but guys who basically that I, I um, associate when I talk to that are in the military, they do say, like, look, and, you know, we are, we have actually been modern and Chinese, and, we, you know, they have actually been very, um, what's the word, uh, standoffish. So, and this is, this is coming from a, right. this isn't some conspiracy nonsense, this is what's really going on over overseas. Well, so, it's common sense, because, look, now we have a weak president who's not going to have the ability to help protect and uh, and and command the nation per se, and and get and help with the military, this and that, and you know, and then stand up for America. You have very, you have someone very weak put in on purpose to bring about the full communistic reign of not just China but the United Nations, the whole nine. It's getting very dangerous, guys. And you know, going again, going back to all saying about uh, sorry, going back to all saying really about the economic recession. So what they're going to do essentially, guys, similar to World War Two, they create the problem. They make the, you know, they, it's problem, reaction, solution. They create the problem, they see the reaction, they come up with the solution. But uh, we are definitely, I, I'm telling you right now, Frankie, we're really going to be in war with China and communist uh, Russia. Um, those two are going to be backing each other up, and they're going to be people who have to sure. fight. And I, you know what? You and I actually said that a long time ago. Regardless of how people feel about Putin, you should never, ever, ever cross the place that was once completely communistic and still slightly is to this day. No matter what. Once yeah. a commie, always a commie. Unless you're going to denounce your ways and come to America and burn your hammer and sickle flags, then no, I don't believe you. Once a commie, always a commie. And look how many communi uh, commies are in Congress. Pensaki was, was caught with a Soviet Union hat. You remember that one? Oh, I, I, absolutely. I mean, it's clear and apparent how many people are conforming to this vaccine. Over 100 million people so far have been vaccinated, according to, to Joe Biden's team of uh, eugenicists. And they want to vaccinate another 100 million or 150 million. That's at least half the American population. They said including all males in America. That means you and me included, buddy. And I don't know about you, they ain't getting, they ain't getting within six feet or the next state. Like South Park. I'll be like, I'll, I'll like Carver from South Park but with the uh, six feet ruler. <laughs> six feet measure takes six, 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 six feet. Six feet pole, stay back. <laughs> But, yeah, essentially, going back to what I was saying, as far as, again, going back to the economy full circle, well, that's exactly what they're going to do. And, guys, uh, this is one thing I can forgot to mention. This is really important. So what they're going to do is they're going to basically crash the economy, and it's going to be really bad. I mean, I don't know when they're going to do this, but it's going to be very soon. They're going to crash the economy. They're going to say it's Joe Biden's fault, and then Kamala Harris is going to rise to the occasion because, Agreed. you know, people, they're, what they're trying to do is they're trying to basically create a, um, what's the word? It's all smoke and mirrors. They're trying to create a problem where basically they can hold Joe Biden responsible and, and just off him to the side. You know, and pushing exactly this up. Right. Once Kamala Harris rises, rises to the occasion, we're gonna, now now people are gonna start going crazy because she's the first female president, you know, in U.S. history. And you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I actually, just got chilled when I said that because it's gonna happen. You know, I, I mean, it's insane. Well, look, you know, we, already, we already predicted that Trump wasn't gonna be able to get back in. We already knew that Biden was gonna cheat and that he magically is gonna step down. Kamala Harris is gonna bring on the communistic reign. She's going to hand over the country officially to the New World Order and to the United Nations, to the blue helmets and the brown shirts. 
How much, and I asked this question before when we started this podcast and this video here. How much more are people, or the American people rather, we the people, are willing to give away? How well, many more rights? I, 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 I was just going to answer that. So you brought me to my next point. I, I, I think that, like, like I said, it's all smoke and mirrors right now. I, I think it's really going to take a stand where, unless we have, for instance, like foreign entities coming in this country, and we complete or stripped away from this, you know, from the Constitution. Once all this is stripped away completely, then I, I think people will have no choice. It's at their doorstep, you know? But it, it has to be, like, like, visible. It can't be, like, for instance, oh, it's, it can't be just some label as some conspiracy. Until they actually see it, then maybe, then maybe they might fight back, you know? But it's, it's going to take... Not to interrupt you real quick, but you said something important before. You said they're going to keep trying to poke the bear until they get a reaction. Now, the bear poking that they're continually trying to do is the Second Amendment. Well, yes, that, that's actually brings next to my, my my third point, which is the gun control die and fine sign. So, guys, I don't know if you know, so these two gun controls. So I, I talked to guys who are in the street in the firearms you know, industry, and they, they said that those two bills did not pass, right? And believe it or not, guys, it was actually blocked by Chuck Schumer. I, I know, surprising, but here's the thing: here's a catch. There's always a catch with these Democrats. Yes, there is. It, it was blocked because Chuck Schumer felt that the, 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 the gun control, those two gun control bills, weren't enough. So he's like, ah, these these are scrap. Now we now we're gonna put more. So Diane Feinstein came up with two hundred and five new gun control bills to propose to Congress. Again, this is all written up proposedly by her and Pelosi, and they're basically trying to ram this down. Um, you know. You already know. Essentially, they want to do they want to do a, a complete field strip of take away our constitutional rights. We we already know this. Man, so, um, our First Amendment is already under attack, and in order for us to protect the First Amendment, we have our Second Amendment. They're going to try to take away that next. First rifles, then pistols, then carries, then shotguns, and whatever else you want. They're going to take it all away. And yeah, white people can't see this, bro. I can't. I can't tell you. They don't so, see it coming. They all think I'm nuts. It's like, nope. No, yeah, and, and, and I'll, I'll be enough too. What's crazy about this whole thing is that, like these Democrats, they do, they just want to keep it coming, so to speak. They don't care. Um, you know, and, and speaking of just not only just Democrats, both these Republicans too. And you know, just to backpedal what you were saying earlier. Actually, I'll, I'll pull a, uh, a press secretary or buying press secretary. Let's circle back to what you said earlier. So um, you're talking about these Democrats, all these evil things they do, the rituals and whatnot. Now, I just got word supposedly not too long ago that Josie um, Maxwell. Um, part of the Epstein scandal, was just freed from prison. That she was bailed out, and now she's basically in hiding. You got it, um, So, you know, supposedly I mean, we're on the street. So, ladies and gentlemen, are we, are we this surprised? I, I mean, did, did anyone just magically, oh, we got her, we got her, we, you know, we're all set now. All these pedophiles are going to be taken down. So her father was actually, it's pretty crazy enough, because I was listening to Alex Jones, and he was saying that her, her father was actually, he um, he worked for the CIA, and the whole thing was with the CIA thing, and he actually was one of the biggest, uh, had one of the big sex, uh, one of the biggest sex trafficking rings for children. Oh. Um, yeah, no, this, this is like, this is like actual legitimate, like, you know, um, like evidence of him talking about and everything else. Oh, the story unfolds, Mr. John. Yeah, no, that's exactly, the more you go down, it's, it's, the more you go down the tube, so to speak, the, the, the dirtier it gets. <laughs> You know that, that that is that is an important piece of news, guys. But again, I'll say it: I'm not surprised. You know, between yeah. Jeffrey Epstein, 
and the Weinstein Corporation and, you know, all these different morons. And no, and no offense to Jewish people, but you know what? Like, look, the cat's out of the bag at this point. A lot, of, a lot of the 13 families, a lot of this, you know, elitism, this Marxism, this, this Jewishism, and I'm not, I'm not anti-Semitic when I say this, but why is it that whenever you can point to a banker or Hollywood or any type of, uh, you know, elitist person in this case, it happens to have a Jewish background? I mean, does anyone ever want to talk about the deep state of Bohemian Grove? Does anyone ever talk about the Freemasonry, the Zionism, like... And I, and, I, and I know what people are going to say about that. You shouldn't say those things. But you know what? The cat's out of the bag. If you can't criticize your own, the same way I can't, you know, the same way I can criticize my own, or the same way we can criticize certain different types of white people, whatever it is, then you're, you're just as guilty. If you can't admit there's a problem within your own communities, the same way Black Lives Matter can't admit there's more black and black crime than anything. Yeah, and, and you see, you had a redhead as usual. You know, I mean, it's, 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 you can't just you can't call the kettle black. You know, you just have to basically call it for what it is. Um. So also, I, I got two more things on the uh, on the list over here. So the, the last thing is, like I said earlier, Trump and the Ron DeSantis run. So I know Trump was down in Florida talking over at uh, with Ron DeSantis um, about Joe Biden. Obviously, because they, they were talking about the way that with, as far as he's unfit and that he shouldn't be. He's not mentally fit to be running this country and. You know, Trump is now, as usual, conceding, you know, receiving backlash because of what he said. And what makes me laugh is that I, I, I find it very disturbing that a former president of the United States, right, for instance, if there's, if there's uh, what's the word trying to find? He can't criticize, basically, the, new, the newer president that's in. I mean, this, this has been done, and it's, they, they, they've always done this. Sure. No matter what no matter what Joe Biden does, it's perfect for whatever it is that they, that they want. Because they know they're the ones who conspired to get him in to begin with, so... No matter what and, he does, no matter how stupid he acts or what he says, it doesn't matter to them. Yeah, and you know, guys, like, I mean, listen, like, I mean, I, I hate this is this is the fact of the matter right now. I mean, there's only, I only counted five representatives, right, and I'm talking five that are in Congress right now, currently serving, that are actually pro Constitution, and that that's pretty <laughs> sad. Five, it is sad. Five people. And it you know, is very sad. At MG, um, MGT, you know, uh, Marsh Green Taylor, you yes. have Ron. You had uh, Greg A. Bought of Texas. Um, what's the other? Uh, I'm sure my other governor that's down over in uh, over in Wyoming. And then you have another one down in Florida. So that's that's, that's pretty sad. I, it's like oh yeah. Then you also have uh, Senator Rand uh, Rand Paul who's currently serving. So six, excuse me. That's right. Well, only six people are actually going to speak up and actually call you know the BS for what it is. Yeah, and if you notice, I mean, regardless of how people feel about Ted Cruz, he he look compared to Rand Paul. I really hope Rand Paul at least tries to run. But even then, again, we know the Democrats are going to cheat to keep someone like him out. If you notice, he's been questioning a lot of these new Supreme Court justice nominees on the left no. about their about their past um, sexual, you know, sexual innu innuendos. In other words, he knows that they're part of that pedophile ring, and he's trying to slowly prime out and pick them out without being too conspicuous about it. He knows what's going on with these people. He also knows that a lot of them are former uh, communists and Nazi parties, and they're also ones that were about social justice. They also were activists before they became judges. I mean, all these crazy backgrounds to these Supreme Court justice nominees. I mean, doesn't that wave a red flag for anyone? I I, I just have no excuse me. I, I, just, I just have no words. And you know, 
just, you know, just to backpedal on Ted Cruz over here. I know a lot of people like him, but I'm going to be honest. So here's the thing about Ted Cruz. His wife is connected to Goldman Sachs, which is one of the heavy, you know, which is one of the heavy investors for banking. Right. Um, and his wife's also part of the, the Council of Foreign Relations also. So, I mean, as far as that goes, I mean, I'm not really a Ted Cruz fan. I, I never really was. You know, I mean, no matter what people, especially, you know, the Democrats have even some Republicans in their back pocket. So Ted Cruz is basically, he's a rhino, you know, no different from Mitt Romney, no different than the other. He may appear to be, to be for our side, but he's really not. It's all, like I said, smoke and mirrors. It's like professional wrestling. Right. You know, only six, those are the six people I know that aren't connected to deep state or have any kind of uh, special interest or lobbyist ties. Um... And then the last, the last thing I want to talk about is, you know, our founding fathers in, in the state that we're in right now. You know, it's the state of our, our nation, excuse me. So I, I, I truly believe George Washington was here, and we can actually see there's actually different parts of the Constitution that talk about, you know, government basically being, you know, like you have to, you know, That's government basically. All the time, my friend. It says, you know, government is not the reason. You know, it's a, it's a force. It's like fire. It's dangerous. It's a servant and a fearful master. Let me repeat that last part again. It's like a force. It's like fire. It's dangerous. Uh, sorry, it's it's a dangerous servant and a, and a fearful master. George Washington said that, and you know that is just that, that's the absolute truth. George Washington knew more than the average. And this is sad than the average person today about what tyranny is. Because they lived back right. then, they knew. I mean, why is it that people? Are, maybe you can answer this. You are younger yeah. than me, after all. But why is it so hard for younger people to realize what tyranny is? So, I, I, that's, that's actually a simple answer, believe it or not. I, I truly believe it's because, like I told you, my, one of my uh, one of my neighbors, she was actually, this is where I used to live, she was a German refugee, right? And what happened was, during the, uh, the, uh, the Berlin Wall went up, he was on the east side, which is the heart of it, and what happened was the Russians, from understanding, occupied it, I mean, as they're trying to escape. Because the Russians were, you know, you know, to be quite frank, they were pissed off with, you know, the way that the, way the Nazis were and the Germans, and they were just killing just Germans for the heck of it. That's right. So, yeah, I'll never forget, she told me a story, and she says to me, she's like, you know, John, she's like, I had to leave, she's like, I'll never forget, my father, my mother, she was like, they basically told us, they, 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 there's no time, we have to leave now. The Russians are coming, we have to throw the stuff in the bag and just get to take the glass train out of here. They throw her stuff in a bag, wherever she could, you know, a small little luggage, not even, you know, maybe like, like the size of like a, uh, like a moving box, not even. Throw, they throw her stuff in, and then they basically uh, throw a whole bunch of like layers of clothing. Now mind you, this isn't in the dead of summer. She's sweating, she's like, oh my god, but they had to get out. Finally they flee, and thank god, I mean, this is really by the grace of God, Frank, there was two Russian soldiers that basically had, um, I believe she said they had, they had rifles, long rifles. They had to be around my age at the time, but they just let them go on the train and got out of there. But if that, that could have gone so badly, they would have found out they were German. They would they could have obviously would have killed them. So, I, I mean, to, to answer your question, I, I think if you don't live through it, nor if you don't understand or research it, you're not going to know and you're not going to care about it. And that's the exact, I, I think I know some of my generation, they, they don't, they never had that level of experience. Okay, if you haven't had that experience, how is it that, you know, again, I'm 36. How is it that I can, I can tell? Well, because, put it this way, as you start getting older, the, the, the saying is true, as you become more older, you know, like, for instance, like, you're obviously people, you know, their minds are more progressive, it's, you know, it's, it's they're more open to things, they're like, okay, I'll try this, I'm, 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 I I support gays, and da, 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 da. and then as you start getting older, you're like, wait a second, this isn't right, this is, like, this is wrong, and I'm not saying that, I'm right. not saying I have a problem, I'm just giving the example. I'm right. saying they haven't lived enough to understand 
what it is that they think they're standing for versus yes, what's actually going on. So it, it becomes a point where, uh, it's almost like a pivotal point where they realize, like, oh, wow, this is actually all wrong. And the college institutions that I went to, you know, lied to me. And that's the biggest problem, too, is the college indoctrination along with the uh, educational system is just is, is wrong. Right, and we, we spoke about that in length the other week with Operation Project Sunshine that was, that was actually pre-planned and made for most liberal schools, for most yeah. liberal art degree schools to put in social justice, to put in racially motivated, you know, and gender studies and all these different entities that are separating young people. It was put in in the early stages of the 2000s, post 9-11. Yeah. That's how long this has been come, this came out for, and this has been out for. I have to understand something too, just to you know, answer your question also, is that the generation I come from, like for instance, like I obviously was alive for 9 but I, I don't remember, I was, I, was, I was still a baby, but I, I, I think it's different also when people, the, how is it, the, the whole generation Z, they, they still understand the, the, the concept of what, what it's like, you know, to actually live through some kind of, you know, to actually live a, a, a what you call a provision that came to fruition, such as Nazi Germany, such as Communist Russia, and so on and so forth. Until you actually live it for you, uh, it, like the book burning and all this, all the stuff that was going on, uh, and trying to erase history, that then you'll actually understand it. But unfortunately, we're not going to see that. Like they're not going to teach real history such as this, or those men behind me that stepped one. So they're they're never going to get it. Well, we you did know? say that communism will come, and George Collins said it the best: through soft language, through smiley faces, through sneakers with lights in them, through distractions, what the smartphone can do for them. Yeah, absolutely. Here's, here's a truth bomb for you, too. So, back in the, you know, Roman days, right, they used to have the Colosseums and whatnot, right? And this is actually, believe it or not, my art teacher told me this. It's pretty crazy. He was like, so back in the Colosseum days, right, they, what they would do was, the, the Roman government would basically create, like, so we're the glad, the glad you're matching. Everybody, everybody wants those back then. They're polite, they're cool, they're, they're, you know, they're awesome back then, you know? And while they're basically distracting the people having these so-called sports, sporting events, the government was going behind the back and, you know, screwing, you know, screwing the people, you know, doing them dirty. So everything that we see, like the sports and this and that, like I, I, I love these people more on the screen the TV and look, yeah, well, da, da, da. and then you ask them a, a, a simple question about the Constitution or something about their rights that they don't know. And it's sad. I mean, we're we're so more invested into the facade and the a, a false reality of things that we don't even care about this anymore. It's all I about mean, distraction. Like a lot of them, like you said, they can't even name who the president is. I mean, and a lot of them don't even know. Like for instance, like I'm watching Mark Dice. I'm sure you know about him. He's a reporter. Yeah, Mark Dice is awesome. And he was going around asking people in California Beach and saying, like, oh, do you know this and that? This questions that were on a U.S. citizen test to become in this country. And, you know, people are natural born citizens. They couldn't even answer that. But yet, they don't even know when the country was founded. They don't know what 1776 means, for Christ's sake. They don't even know what, when Independence Day is. I mean, it, it, it's really getting out of hand with young kids. They're yeah, just completely then, dumb, deaf, and blind about the Constitution and about their rights, which, which are being stripped away. Like I said, it comes back to what I was saying earlier. The more and more we see this stuff, the more and more it's going to get worse. And there's just no other way around it. And I, I think that comes down to a boiling point where people just have to wake up. But that's on them. And, you know, I, I, I tell people, Frankie, so I'm like, I don't enforce my views because I, I, I believe in, I'm a libertarian, like I told you. I believe in basically, you leave me alone, I leave you alone. Don't mess with, don't mess with my constitutional rights and we can be friends. That's all I, I don't care. You know, that's all I care about. Right. Essentially. The problem is our, our constitutional rights and liberties are at risk right now. Yeah. But it's the very same people that we just want to be left alone from. 
Yeah. And if you want to basically be, you know, so to speak, uh, you know, have this, this liberal mindset, you know, and, and carry on the way, go ahead. But just, for instance, but if you, that's okay to have that mindset, but just don't be pushing it down people's throats. You know, that's, that's my problem. But the problem is that they don't respect it. They don't have like a personal boundary. It's okay to agree to a disagree. Like, there's none of that. Like, I remember, you know, back then, I remember reading a poem like Democrats or Republicans when JFK was alive. They didn't like each other, but they were able to agree, and there was actually some kind of civil alley. There's none of that no more. No. You know, it's just, it's, just, it's just now, you know, like, for instance, like, when the insurrection happened, I mean, all, all I saw was basically pointless finger uh, pointing, even even on the Republican side, too. I mean, that, that's all it is. It's, 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 no, you did this, you did that. It's almost like they're, like, that's like two and five-year-olds. I mean, Exactly. No, no, you, you've said it in a nutshell, what America has developed as a bunch of infantile children. I mean, I mean, I actually give it more infantile, you know, children credit than, you know, that would my, you know, my own Congress, which is sad. I know, it, you know, I know it really is, and you know that's why I like reading from the Constitution. I know you, you know, you as well, right? But it's like if people aren't learning from the past, it's going to come back, and it's going to come back in a way in which no one's going to be able to fight it. If we forget this, this whole country is going to burn. Simple as that. And that now, now I know people are going to be like, "Oh, that's it's radical if you say that." No, it's the truth. If you lose this, like for instance, Canada, Canada did a blanket gun ban, right? Well, completely right. banned, assault, quote unquote, assault rifles, right? They did a complete blanket ban, they lost their rights. And you know, frankly, it's sad. But, you know, the Canadians, they fought, their, their ancestors fought in World War One. they fought in World War Two. So, people bled and died, just so you can have a right. I'm talking, this goes out to Canada only. Um, you know, people bled and died, you know, died, you know, for their rights, to fortify their Second Amendment right. But, you know, they didn't pick up arms to, to revolt. I mean, they could have plastic down screws for not doing this, but they, but they didn't. I mean, for, I mean, for Christ's sake, I mean, from my language here, but. They're, you know, they're, um, their prime ministers is, 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 a, is a soy boy, <laughs> you know? And then somehow he gets to rule Canada with an iron fist, and everyone just says, I love Canadian health care. It's great. I love socialism at a 50 to 60% tax rate. We're never going to go to America. America is full of fascists. And meanwhile, you're living in it. And this is what I don't understand. I, I even talked to some Canadians about this. So, like, oh, we're happy with their health care. So I'm like, okay, if you're happy with everything to do with Canada, then why, oh, why do you bother even talking about my country and saying stuff about Trump? Mind your damn business. It, it, it's, a, it's a very reverse mentality. It's just absolutely disgusting. It's liberalism you know, 101 in a nutshell, gang. But, um, yeah, I, I just want to get those talking points out because uh, I'm actually going to go because my phone's about to die. So I just want to get out there and just let everybody know as far as, you know, where my thoughts are. I had to share that initially. Because I, I really think it's important. Guys, I mean, again, all I can say is this, this takeaway is just, you know, be smart. You know, you have some common sense. You, you know, you see things aren't looking right, you know, as far as in this country. Like, don't be the guy not to have anything. Like, be prepared. You know, take some survival skills. Learn how to shoot. You know, do things. I mean, this is, this is the problem, too, is that people, frankly, aren't independent anymore. They rely too much on, on, on this, the phone. They rely too much on, on other people to do things for them. Stop it. Because now you're, what you're doing is you're basically no better than... than uh, the welfare state that was created back in the 1930s. That's exactly what you're, right. you're being. Every, you know, even Bernie Sanders said it. What's wrong with everyone lining up for bread? Well, that's exactly it. Everyone's becoming dependent on something that they shouldn't be. That's the whole point of it. We're, we're not. We're not trying to get past that point again. You know, we were there. I mean, we were there uh, not too long ago. Uh, Texas. Texas has a massive food shortage, and these people are lining up. I mean, and and again, I understand that you know people go through hard times, but. 
people that are prepared, people that are smart, people that are independent and take care of themselves, right? And you have to understand something. I, I was a fireman, too. They always told us, you know, take care of yourself before you take care of others. So, you know, guys, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying completely disregard people. But if you see, like, for instance, where you have enough stuff and whatnot, right? Get yourself established, take care of yourself, and then go we'll check out your neighbor. You know, this is the problem, too, that, Frankie, no one takes care of each other anymore, you know? Yeah, no, they, they think the only way they can take care of themselves is through a socialistic, communistic ideology in which the government can do things for them. You know, there's there's no, there's no like, there, there's no community building, there's just no none of that no more, and it's sad, because, you know, back in the 50s, and, you know, even way back when, people actually knew who their neighbor was, they spoke, they, they took care of each other, they, they, you know, they had cookouts, and what I'm, what I, listen, my point of this is, again, it, it comes back to what I was saying. You have to take care of your neighbors. You have to take care of the people that, you know, that are like-minded. I mean, get to know people out there, you know? They're, they're out there. I mean, they didn't close the silent majority for nothing. I know. You know? And that's I mean, what people are still afraid to do. The silent majority spoke. All of last year, we spoke out against all this stuff. And look, I'm not saying that we're not continuing to do so. But we're, we're very, very quiet now. Like the silent majority went back to sleep, it seems. And the surface conservatives are out there trying to win this battle for us, and they're just not doing it, dude. They're just no, not doing very, it. Yeah, it's a very sad state of affairs, and I, I think the more it continues, and the more it carries out, the more we're going to see more uh, restrictions restrictions on this, you know? This is what's, what's going to uh, This is going to be taken away and burned, you know? Well, that's what all the Nazis did back when during World War II. They burned all the books and said, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to read or to think have an independent thought process. And that's exactly what's going on. I don't know why people do not see this. You know, but George Washington. Yeah, I'll paraphrase this. Well, George Washington said, "If freedom of speech is ever taken away, then we may be lambs to the slaughter." You know. That's right. You heard, it, you guys. You've heard it best from our patriots on this network, on this nation. We are the last resistance. We are the last stand between us and them. And the Constitution. But we must preserve our liberties. We must preserve our rights as much as we can. Absolutely, and, you know, and then guys here too. Like I said, like you know, take skills. Like the weather's getting warmer out. Like you know, for instance, if you will want to do, well, like, for instance, like I, I'm resorting back to the survival skills because back in the 1930s, when I, when the Great Depression happened, right, all this, all the all the city people, the majority of them actually believe it or not, they died off because they did not take care of themselves. But the people that lived on farms, raised livestock, do not do stuff, why not? Um, they they thrive because they knew the lay of the land. I mean, they 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 were independent. So I, I really crucial that you you basically start taking your care of yourself now. Like, don't invest in Bitcoin. Don't invest in all this garbage that you see because it's a facade. It's run by deep states. It's a deep state op. Like I said, the more you put more money into it, it's got like gambling. The more you put put money, the more you're going to lose. And if I, I mean, that's that's what they want. They want people to lose their money. They want people to keep pulling this, this inflation bubble, and eventually it's going to pop. That's right. Because only in a free nation can we survive what's coming. But well, we have to do shit together, guys. Yeah, we got about uh, 10 seconds left, John, but um, I want everyone to understand what's going on here. Keep your constitution close to your heart. Keep your freedoms close to your heart. And we'll see you guys next time. Absolutely. Frank, you listen to It's a pleasure talking with you as always. You know, we'll definitely do this again soon. Thank you for tuning in to the Relentless Patriots podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media and visit us on the web at www.therelentlesspatriotsapparel.com.